You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Barry Sanderson, it's time to take you inside the locker room. Presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. And good morning. Welcome into a Thursday, a brisk Thursday edition of Inside the Locker Room. 205-342-9904 today. The whole hour will be up. So if you want to get in on the show with us this morning, we'd love to have the phone calls in this first hour or the second hour as well. We're going to let uh, you guys kind of have the show this morning. We have some topics we'll bring up and uh, try to stir up some conversation with you this morning. Twitter at Locker Room 109. I put a poll question on there. I want you to go look at it. I'll tell you what that is here in just a minute after Dad gets through with his uh, segment at Barry Sanderson at Wim Sanderson, one of the our personal Twitter accounts. The email address for our show is wimpandbarry at yahoo.com. Download the Tide 100.9 app to your smartphone, and you can take us with you anywhere you go. Good morning, Dad. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing okay, Barry. There, uh, blue plates today. Uh, I, I don't know when he wants to give that, but I can give it. Yeah, we'll give it at the end of the show. Uh, uh, I yeah, I want to give it a little bit before that because I got some things things about. Okay. okay, it's okay. Astros uh, win four to two over the Yankees. They play again tonight uh, at six thirty seven on TBS. Justin uh, Verlander, uh, who married what your what your name is so good looking, is uh, was the pitcher last night. And they won it. Uh, San Diego, I watched that game. That came from from down three to nothing. Bounced back. Had a really good inning, fifth or sixth inning. I forget which it was. The one eight to five against Philadelphia. They will be traveling today to Philadelphia. They will not participate today in play, but only the Astros and the Yankees today. App State, after getting down fourteen to nothing against um, uh, Georgia State, poured back. Got a very good team. And they won forty-two to fourteen tonight. If you'd like to watch uh, uh, inner inner interstate Alabama teams play, South Alabama will play Troy tonight at six thirty on ESPNU. ESPNU Troy and South Alabama. So, uh, South Alabama is very good. Troy is going to get after them pretty good. I probably. Um, they say the Thursday night. NFL game has not been very good. It's the Saints and Cardinals tonight. Uh, people have been disgusted with it. I would watch it, but I can't get it. i, I got to find out from Barry how to do it because I don't know exactly how to do it. But uh, anyway, we'll see. Um, the uh, USA newspaper people were going to sue Nebraska for not giving the information about Scott Frost's departure. And um, they were going to give him, if he had a 6-6 six and six record, they were going to give him, they had reduced him to $4 million, they were going to put it back up to $5 million and give him a one-year extension. As all of you know, he didn't didn't get that done. Um, the uh, AD went ahead on a radio show last night rather than have a lawsuit, I guess, which is kind of ridiculous, but it, it, they wanted to know the metrics of what happened. So he did that on a radio show last night and, and got that over with. Sam Westmoreland, a uh, kid had not been playing at at, uh, 
at Mississippi State. I think he was on the team. I don't know the con- the, the the problems with it. Passed away yesterday uh, at age 18. Uh, he's a freshman kid from Tupelo, and uh, he lost his life yesterday. And the details of that situation have not been announced, so you know, not be able to tell you anything. I guess the other thing that's come up um, is they were walking off the field. Uh, Jermaine Burton um, pushed, shoved, hit, whatever, however you want to say it, a fan, a female fan. Uh, she put it on TikTok uh, either last night or night before last, whenever. And um, problems that are occurred, have occurred from that. And we'll hear Coach Saban uh, today uh, in the second hour. But uh, his comment was that they were looking into it to be people – be talking about that. I, I don't know what happened. That's what one somebody said in Maryland for sure for the conference office or not. That's the reason we don't want fans on the field is that problems come up and I don't know uh, really about all I know to say to you about that. See, the CJ Cup in golf is going to be in South Carolina this week starting today. All the big, not all the big players, about 15 of the big name players uh are going to play in this in this tur- tournament or in this event. Uh, so we'll they'll, they'll be over. Uh, I don't know where somewhere in South Carolina, maybe close to Columbia. I'm not sure. Yesterday, uh, the SEC. Well, who who never gets anything correct at all ever in basketball as far as picks are concerned. If you're a big hung hung up on picks, Kentucky's one, Arkansas two, Tennessee's three, Auburn's four. Alabama's five, A&M is six, Florida seven, Ole Miss eight, Mississippi State nine, LSU ten, Missouri eleven, Vanderbilt twelve, South Carolina thirteen, Georgia fourteen. With the picks, uh, I listened to some of the stuff last night, and uh, uh, so that's all I have today. Uh, Coach didn't bring it out in his press conference, but I, I got to imagine. Uh, he's not making excuses about the loss. The 17 penalties uh, were really bad. We beat this to death. But I would imagine he got on the phone uh, with a director of officials. This is Barry Sanderson talking now, so I don't know if this is true. And he basically said, look, we got a Heisman Trophy quarterback that's back there. We got we to gotta start protecting him a little more. You, and he sent this play in uh, where the guy just completely targets the guy uh, if it's not nothing else, it's roughing the quarterback, and he says we got to protect this kid more. I mean, this kid's great, good with college football. These guys will stop playing in college if we don't protect them a little bit more. I will bet you anything, any close calls now on Bryce Young, the flags will come out uh, for him. I will, I will, I will be willing to bet a, a, a hit on him that's that's uncalled for will be called. Uh, do you think that's something kind of talk behind closed doors? Hey, we missed this call here on him. It was targeting. It was roughing the quarterback. Uh, when coach brings it to their attention, I think it'll be on their minds, probably even Saturday night. Let's make sure if that does happen, we don't miss the call. Well, I think I think one thing that the head of the officials does in, in, in football is that he has a conference call with each uh each group that's calling games and talks about uh, certain things that occur in games that uh, you'd be darn sure that you get correct. 
I would I will say it like that, um, uh, and I'm sure certainly uh, I guess he won't call by name, but I think I think he he gets uh, on 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 the telephone from what I understand, and, and uh, the others are on the telephone listening to what he has to say to each group that goes out and makes the call. So um, I, I'd. I'd I had heard somebody try to tried to explain the other day, and I'm not going to try to explain it because I, I I didn't get all of it. Uh, the roughing the pass, the uh, roughing the the passer rule, uh, quarterback rule was different than some people thought it was. Uh, so we'll we'll wait and see what happens there. But I, I'm sure you're right. I'm, I'm sure that uh, the coach has called up about several calls. Certainly the face the face mask and the, and the play on the sideline there that that should have been called was and then there are a lot of things that the game you know the game can go either way folks you know he makes it if, if Alabama kicks the field goal they're not six they're still third or second or something just you know just the one field goal going up in the air one goes in one doesn't uh you know that's that's that's, that's just media stuff and when you have an opportunity to to do you know to still do what you you're hoping to do and that's get to Atlanta then then um, I think Alabama people need to turn the page and get ready for the for the game. Yeah, but when I hear people say right now, who would be your top four? And I had a Birmingham show on yesterday uh, afternoon or last night, I think, and they said, uh, "Oh, Alabama." And I'm sitting there thinking, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> like now they make him play themselves there, but right now you would have them in your top four. They had won two games on the last play of the game to Texas and Texas A&M, and they went and lost and committed 17 penalties. Come on, people. These guys right now are not a top four team. Not to say they can't get there. Uh, they can, but it's got to turn around, and we keep thinking it's going to change, and it hasn't, and, and the story will be written eventually that they did get it changed or – for whatever reason, Nick Saban and the staff never could, uh, never could get the point across to this team to stop making all these mistakes. They end up costing them another game if it doesn't stop. Well, I think I think that basically too. Uh, you take Ohio State; their schedule has been puny. Um, I had somebody say something about that, and I checked it. Their schedule outside of some one team is, you know, they hadn't beaten anybody, scored a lot of points, but they hadn't beaten anybody that was any, was any good at all. And Georgia starts out so cotton-picking good in the first two or three games, we're saying to ourselves without saying it out loud, boy, this Georgia team is going to walk through the whole thing and be national champions again. And then they have to fight for their life to beat Missouri. Uh, and so, you know, it's, it's a topsy-turvy deal, and everybody's pretty good. Uh, it just It's just hard to know who's going to be good on that one particular night. It's... it's uh, a lot of this stuff is is complicated. Just like uh, when they pick, when we try to pick, or the B tries to pick fourteen teams in order in the SEC basketball. The, the transfer rule is, you know, makes it more difficult uh, than anything in the world. But uh, as Barry's mentioned, Alabama hasn't played to their. They played, you know, a, a tough game. Playing at Texas was a tough football game. Uh, I, I think it. I think it's tough as you'll find anywhere because they yeah. were so red play and the weather was the way it was it was it was tough for both teams i got i got that but uh and i and i don't think that they certainly but with penalties that they've that they are doing what they need to do i I'll, I'll talk about that later in the show 
Yeah, well, uh, right now they don't look like a top four team. So if I were voting, I would not have them in there. Now, they can change the narrative uh, in the next three weeks, really, and then they can, and then we'll see what happens uh, there. I right, want get to the Yellowwood. I didn't even talk about Yellowwood, which slapped my wrist. Yeah, Pressure-treated pressure treated pine from Great Southern. Go to yellowwood.com to find the dealer closest to you. Always remember, if it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then you don't want it. All right, right to the Yellowwood hotline. Wants to talk a little stadium security. And I wouldn't punish Jermaine Burton. I know Coach said he was going to do it internally. Man, the heat of the moment. Keep them people off the field. Uh... Good morning, Pat. How you doing? Good morning, fellas. I had a coach, I had a, you want that ground contact though on that yellow wood, man. That ground contact, hey, Jimmy does a great job. But uh, anyway, hey, let's talk about this deal on, uh, uh, Burton at, uh, <clears throat> number one, that girl, those people were not supposed to be on that field, period, in sentence. That, uh, those kids are, uh, you know, to be protected. I worked the field for over 10 years at Alabama. Uh, I worked the 50-yard line. And uh, we were instructed to not let anybody come over that fence, no matter what. You weren't stopping them. They weren't stopping that, uh, Bryce. I'm not Bryce. Pat, they weren't stopping those. But that many, they're in no way. <laughs> they were going to stop I, that. I, well, I often thought about that. Number one, that would never happen at Alabama because we got too much class. But, uh, but I often wondered if it did. We had a guy oh, that was over our group that uh, he didn't have a neck. He looked like a Samoan with a fifty a fifty five gallon drum, a uh, Samoan that uh, that was played a uh, left guard or left or or right guard, and he wore combat pants and combat boots, just begging somebody to jump over the fence. It would have been a bad deal for at least one or two of them. I guarantee you that. Oh, I, but, but, I want to stop you, Pat. I don't see storming the field as a lack of class. Do you? You, see, that's a, you think you if Alabama had lost to Tennessee, absolutely you think, like you, you belong to you think if Tennessee had beaten Alabama 16 times when Alabama finally got over the hump, those students wouldn't go on the field? Absolutely not. No, <laughs> absolutely we'll never not. know because I don't think that'll happen. Well, the, the reason you don't see that, Pat, at Alabama is because Alabama continues to win at home. And, and uh, beating a uh, beating a Texas uh, this coming season, or whatever, is is no big deal. It's, I don't think you can use the. I don't know that you can use the word class. Uh, it's just something that they don't do because they're used to winning. Yeah. <laughs> y'all, y'all got it down. I, I guess you got a point there, but again, Burton should not be punished I because agree. I agree. Uh, that was that that field belonged to Burton I agree. and and the Tennessee team. That field did not belong to anybody else. Anybody else, and that was uh, how do you say their domain? And uh, I mean, if somebody climbs over that fence, yeah, you take your life into your own hands. Yeah, I, I, I think I like what Coach said. We'll hand it internally. I think they'll talk to him about, hey, let's uh, let's control our motions a little bit better next time, and that'll probably be it. That's all I hope that he does to him. Yeah. Hey, it, it was like Patrick Swayze in Roadhouse. Hey, when it comes time to kick their butt, kick their butt, but be nice about it. Yeah. All right, Pat. <laughs> thank you, sir. All right. Have a blessed day. Thank you, Pat. Appreciate your call. I honestly wish the SEC wouldn't 
fine them for coming on the court. And sometimes it's warrants, and I don't like that incident. I think you set yourself up for bad things to happen, especially uh, the emotion of that game uh, Saturday. But, if, you know, if a basketball team has a humongous win and the fans want to storm the court, uh, I think it's good for college basketball. It's good for it's fun football. It's But now – when you start getting up in players' faces and all those kind of things, they got to get the team off the field. I know Kentucky, Dad, uh, when he knows sometimes they're going to rush the court, he'll at the, towards the very, very end, they'll go ahead and send their guys to the locker room to keep that thing from happening. Now, you yeah. couldn't do that in the Bama game. But uh, I don't imagine Coach Saban will do too much. I don't think he's going to hold him out of any games or game time or anything like that. Do you? Well. No, you just you just acknowledge as you're looking into it, it passes by. Yeah, yeah. When Coach says we're going to handle it internally, he pretty much shut it down because nobody else is going to ask him a question about it because he's going to tell you whether he's already told you how they're doing it, and uh, that will be that. I would take this break. I've got a poll question up. I'll throw it out at you, and I want people to call and respond. I'll go ahead and tell you what the poll question is because I'm as guilty as anybody. Uh, Dad, you've heard me talk about when you say who should be the permanent three opponents, and I'm sitting there thinking, does Tennessee really want to play Alabama? Uh, and I was sitting there thinking this hadn't even been a game uh, whatsoever the well, last wasn't, several wasn't years. It wasn't a game for Alabama either, though. Alabama uh, no, got beat 10 in a row. Uh, but now, after that game, I put a poll question up. Uh, was the 52-49 Tennessee win over Bama good for the rivalry? Uh, I say it was. I want to smack Tennessee now. Or I used to think it was boring. Is it good for the rivalry? Was our rivalry already big? Or is it not such a big deal? I think it probably did tremendous things for this rivalry. Two of them in a truck at a 1330 Martin Road Eats. That's where you go pick up your boxes, your packing supplies, whatever you need to make this a smooth move. Where it's local, out of town, out of state, let the professionals in. Give them a call today. 205-247-5050. Two minute truck movers who care. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we got a wreck involving a vehicle and a motorcycle southbound on US 43 near Chapel Hill Baptist Church. We've got possible injuries in this one. Another on 2059 eastbound at exit 89 at Mercedes. Get tremendous savings and extra cash on your trade right now at Townsend Nissan, your hometown dealer. I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good Thursday morning. Whoever left that freezer door open is finally shutting it. When the freeze warning for our area expires at 9 this morning, we'll begin to see a bit of a warm-up for today, tomorrow, and into the weekend and early next week. Temperatures early next week, as a matter of fact, may be edging up toward 80 degrees. However, the highs for today will still be about 10 to 15 degrees lower than normal. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more local news, sports, and weather coverage. It's free. Don Hartley, Tuscaloosa Media, Tuscaloosa. Ask big. Have you seen our artisan-created diamonds? If you've been in a room with one, you can't miss it. Tom Osmond from Fincher and Osmond. Four coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build. Just go to the internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. 
Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Another cool and dry day today with a good supply of sunshine, the high 65. Tonight clear, not as cold as recent nights, the low at 39. And beautiful weather tomorrow and Saturday, sunny both days. The high tomorrow 75, the high Saturday 77. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 32 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Follow the Crimson Tide on their journey to another national championship. Touchdown, Alabama! On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Pressure treated pine from Great Southern. If you want it to last and you want to build it with Yellowwood, go to yellowwood.com uh, for all their different products and services. Also, can put your uh, zip code in there. They'll tell you where to go get uh, the pressure treated pine closest to you. Remember, if it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then you don't want it. All right, to the Yellowwood hotline, bring Bryce in. Good morning, G-Daddy. Hey, good morning, Barry and Coach. Listen, y'all know who Jerry Glanville is, right? We do. I was yeah. listening to uh, West Neighbors show. We had him on there as a guest, and Jerry he tickles me. Uh, uh, Coach Glanville he uh, he was breaking down what Alabama needed to do to stop uh, Tennessee. Yeah, he do that after I, the game's I, over. Yeah, I, I know that, but you you know you know who I'm talking about, right, Coach? Yeah, I'm, sure. I know Jerry Glanville. Know of him. I don't know him personally. I know of him. Yeah, he, he's he's crazy. You know the way he's breaking that down. And Wes said that he was in uh, Baton Rouge uh, when they were playing LSU, and somebody got in front of him, and he just trucked him. <laughs> you know, he's just trying to get off the field. You know, the guy wasn't supposed to be out there. Wes said that's what happened to he him. He trucked him, you, you said? Know? You said he trucked him? He, he trucked him. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I, I, I wouldn't expect nothing less from Wes. You know, he's a pretty big old guy, you know? Yeah. Uh, but uh, he... Yeah, I like listening to him. He's he's a good guy, and uh, he has good guests on there. Sometimes he has Coach Stallings on there, you know, and I, I always like listening to him, you know, when I was off yesterday. What time, so is, uh, what time is Wes's show every day, uh, Bryce? It's five. It's yeah, five. I've been on there several times. Yeah, we need to have Wes on our show one day. I like old Wes. Yeah, yeah. I, like, I like Wes, and I, I thought the world of his daddy, you know, and I think one of his sons coaches at, at LSU, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. yeah. And I can't remember which one it is, yeah. but uh, yeah, that was uh, that was hilarious. When he said, "Well, the guy right out in front of me, I just trucked him." <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he enjoyed I can it. See, I can see Wes right now doing that, but uh, I just thought that was hilarious the way Glenville was breaking that down yeah. and everything yesterday. Well, but uh, uh, the uh, basketball. Did y'all watch any of that yesterday? I did the basketball. I, I listened to Coach Oates. Yeah, what'd you think? He, I. Well, I think, you know, he said it like like it is, you know. Uh, if you have a, a schedule like that, it gets you ready for the uh, league, you know, uh, playing tougher opponents yeah. than playing uh, some pan- pancake schedule. But he said that, uh, you know, he looks, uh, you know, like last year, they just want to just have to be more consistent, you know, and focus and, you know, and, and play better. 
in all the games, not just the ones when they get up and play somebody good. Yeah, they got to play like that in every game. He said he lost some games that he shouldn't lost, and won some that. Well, I know everybody's going crazy on Twitter that they went out. I guess they played Pittsburgh in a scrimmage and lost by over 30. So I've seen 33 to 38 points. Uh, I wouldn't put too much stock in that. I remember the best year we had in South Carolina, we went and played Charlotte and lost by 35. Then we started out 17-1. So sometimes maybe getting a, a early wake-up call that doesn't count against you can be a good thing. So I wouldn't worry about that part too much. Yeah. All right, so you- Right, so you doing something Yeah, wrong? I'm uh, I've been stuck in traffic, and, and there's a couple of fire trucks coming by me. All right, buddy. Twenty, trying to get on five sixty five. All right, my man. Have a great day. Be careful out there. Thank All you, right, uh, uh, so, Barry. I, I uh, you got some, you got another caller? No, but I want to ask you about. Well, I, I want to say something before you, we right. go any further. This. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, to some point, you're right. Some point, you're not right. About what? Uh, about the Tennessee thing. Yeah. Now, first of all. Uh, there's going to always be more hype in this age and day because of the of the uh, ability to get on a lot of different things, Twitter-wise, and all the things. It's more than Twitter; it's everything. Uh, and the and the, your hair gets standing straight up a little bit more. But in the days way back there, when Tennessee was beating Alabama ten uh, or ten or eleven times in a row, and way back, you know, no, I won't go back any further than that. But uh, those games. Uh, where where Alabama people were were struggling like the Dickers. I don't know how many listeners we have that that remember those days, but I think I think it was ten in a row. And you can somebody can correct me and call in and, and tell me I'm incorrect. But either ten in a row or ten out of eleven or whatever it was, um, the dislike for Tennessee was was certainly I don't know. We won't say it's you know jump out on the stands now, but the dislike for Tennessee was there. I mean, it was really there. It was a, it was a really bad dislike for them with, with that situation. And then when we go to, and then we go to the situation of uh, of uh, athletic director coming and turning in Alabama in on the kid in Memphis, Albert and, Means, uh, yeah. yeah, and uh, and so that situation um, boiled it where he was afraid to come to the SEC meetings back when they were in Birmingham. So. Um, the situation to some extent, now you've got to be my age and not my age, but even you can be younger than me and still remember that, uh, it was, it was a better rivalry. So, but I, I do agree with you that, uh, that game the other day, if it, you know, fueled it because of it's, it's possible to fuel stuff. If you, if you're good and you're losing a close game on the, you know, on the other guy's home field or home court. So I think it's a little bit of both. Yeah, um, I think the the way they lost, uh, and then with it being controversial with the officiating, uh, the Tennessee fans storming the field. Let's be honest now, Tennessee fans, like Alabama fans, they can be obnoxious uh, when they win. I think it uh, – Aiden, how old are you, Aiden? 25. 25. So you, you – it's been a while. You So the rivalry to you probably wasn't even a rivalry. I think uh, if you go with fans, that Barry, that are that are obnoxious, I don't think it's any contest between Tennessee and Florida. You think Florida – no, they, no, they ain't no contest. And maybe LSU. But there is no contest with, between Tennessee and Florida. Florida out, out the, if that same scenario had happened – 
like that at Florida. They 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 had alligators out there. Yeah, well, um, I mean, I'm not like Tom and Pat as far as diehard Alabama. I love Alabama, but like the Tennessee rivalry to me had gotten kind of boring. Now the hair stands up on my arm thinking about Tennessee. If Alabama and Tennessee make it to Atlanta, it'll be the toughest ticket in the SEC championship football history. Uh, because Tennessee uh, fans will try to gobble them up. They haven't been there and, and you know, haven't had, you know, games matter like this. So if they were to make it there and Alabama were to make it, wow, you'd have a really expensive ticket on your hand if you had one that you could make, make some money there. So I think this, when we were talking about who did you want Alabama's three permanent opponents, I was thinking, ah, right, let's take uh, Auburn, let's take LSU and – uh, I would. Tennessee was like, man, maybe. And I'm sitting there telling you, I don't think the Tennessee people would want it. I think both fan bases want it now. Well, they want that, that both both fan bases wanted before, but when you thought it was wrong, nah, I didn't. Well, you did. You ain't you ain't the Alabama fan base. You're <laughs> you're you're just a guy that you know that wasn't back there back then like I was. I, I think they all wanted. It. Uh, and that's what's going to happen. They're going to have. They're going to have. Um, Auburn and, and Tennessee and who else does uh, Mississippi State? That's what they're going to have. Auburn, ten, so LSU's not going to be one of the permanent. No. So Auburn, Mississippi State, and Tennessee. I think uh, Bama You think fans, I'm wrong? Oh, I don't know that you're wrong. I think Auburn for sure. Uh, I guess Mississippi State being 60 miles apart would seem like that would be uh, – well, game. you have to understand that the Mississippi State-Alabama game is a rivalry for Mississippi State, not not so much for Alabama. But you know, there's more there's more there's more teams in the league than Alabama. There's 13 more, so you know it's a rivalry there. And a sellout game. It's a sellout game for them, which they need every time. Aiden, is it a bigger is it a bigger game for you now? Uh, being at 25 years old, I got to imagine it wasn't something you thought was great. Go ahead and catch that call, and then you can. Uh, you can chime in there because I would think the younger generation uh, there really had no appreciation for this rivalry, uh, especially people 25 and below. Guys like Tom who's calling in, they do because they hate Philip Fulmer uh, so much and everything that went on there that Tennessee just makes one. Is, it, is the rivalry bigger for you now than it was last Saturday before the game? It, look, it, it, it's sort of one of those things. Where for me, it's always been – because I I, th- I think they're obnoxious more than anything. You know, maybe the rivalry wasn't there, but they're such obnoxious people that I. But Alabama fans are obnoxious. I don't think I don't think I don't think they're, I don't they're, don't think they're, they're obnoxious, obnoxious myself. The yeah. thing is, you know, it's it's sort of like the Cowboys and the Eagles. I, ch- I I I was bred to dislike Dallas and Auburn. I choose to hate Tennessee and the Eagles. That's a conscious choice I make every day when I wake up in the morning. <laughs> yeah. All right. Get to the Yellowwood Hotline. Bring Tom in the show. Good morning, Tom. Hey, Tom. Hey, what's up? How are y'all this morning? Okay. How are you? I'm good. You know, I enjoyed the interview with Coach Jack Crow. I, I enjoy him every time he's on. And uh, he, he speaks with authority, you know, when it comes to football and uh, uh, and other things, but uh, particularly on football. And yesterday, you know, something I picked up on, I'm sure y'all did too, but I, I found this to be very interesting, is that what we saw uh, Tennessee do on offense, uh, we could be witnessing a change in how 
uh, offenses will run. And uh, did y'all y'all hear him say that? Yeah, well, I heard. Yeah, we, yeah, we talked a little bit about it the night before he got on. I, I think uh, are, you, are you talking about the way offenses run against Alabama? Well, in general, uh, he said the concept. But, uh, I think it's what he was talking about with, uh, uh, you know, they, they, they took uh, uh, the wide receivers and did some things differently than what most people do that play Alabama. Yeah. And he said because of the way they lined them up, as wide as they lined them up, uh, was that, you know, Alabama defensive back couldn't get their hands well, on them. Yeah. Well, the, the basic and, and, and reason for all that, Tom, was that the quarterback – had the, they had the ability to do that because of the kind of quarterback exactly, that they had. Exactly. That was the main point right there. In other words, I took that to say, you know, Mississippi State can line up like that all they want to, but they ain't got the players that Tennessee had to execute that. Well, we hope not. Uh, <laughs> you, you, hope, you hope not. Because we didn't even slow them down, Dom. I mean, <laughs> it's so. Uh, well, I mean, do, do like we played them last year. And uh, uh, what we did, we played the zone. We made a wheel have to take a little more time to find, you know, where he wanted to go with the ball. Uh, Coach Saban is an expert at disguising what he's doing in defense. And I don't holler at me about Saturday. I'm not counting that. No, I ain't. Uh, I'm not. Come on, Coach Saban is what he is. He's the best in college football. Uh, I think we. I think what Jack Crow said. Well, if you can't get your hands on them, yeah, then, then it's speed on speed. Yeah, uh, and obviously they're a little they faster. They had more of it. <laughs> yeah, they had more of it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, but I, I, I thought that was interesting. And I thought him pointing out, you know, about how they approach offense uh, could be uh, a page turner for going forward uh, when we're looking and watching football. And uh, But, you know, somebody I, – I didn't think of it. Somebody brought it up. I don't know if it was during the podcast or, or uh, pregame or whatever about how they spread the field so wide. And, and, uh, and, and I found that to be very interesting. On his part. Yeah, they make you cover the entire field. Uh, yeah, fifty-three sure how, and a half. Yeah, so uh, now we'll be interested to see. You know, can Tennessee get another quarterback like that? And I think they'll be able to recruit well. Ooh. But I mean, they got a pretty darn good quarterback. Can they keep that thing rolling? I know they got. Well, the, I bet you anything. I bet you anything. Now they won't come out and say it, but uh, Coach Smart and that defensive group that's over there going. You know what? If we do what Alabama does and let him stand back there, we're going to suffer the same consequence. we got to go all out. we got to get this oh, guy. Oh, they're, they're, they're going to blitz him from day one. They're coming out, oh, to, him with, they're coming out to him with everything they got. Uh, yeah. So. But you know, I was, was going to say that for the end of the show, but that's right. They're going to blitz him from day one. Yeah. Yeah. But – I I still, I, I believe that uh, that's going to be an interesting game. But uh, I agree with you, Barry. If uh, if Tennessee makes it through the East and, and makes it to Atlanta, and Alabama uh, does what I think they're going to do is, is, is win the West, it's going to be that's going to be some kind of fever pitch. You got both fan bases that uh, shout at each other. <laughs> I think I think Coach Saban needs to do this. Hey, Coach, if you're listening this morning. If I were him, he, you said he's not. All right, well, if somebody, Cedric, if you're listening, 
Tom, Tom, I'm almost tired of hearing their players be interviewed. Like, you know, this no more interviews for the players right now until we can we're going to just focus on football and on the field. No no more of these interviews. Uh just cut them off from the media. Uh, would you be for that time? I'm tired of hearing hearing about. It. I just want them to get on the practice field and work and come back and stop making mistakes. Yes, generally during the week, you know, I go to different websites that uh, that, uh, that that have the player interviews and all that. I didn't want to hear it myself all week. I didn't want to hear nothing nobody had to say. Yeah, and, just, uh, there ain't nothing too sad. <laughs> That's right, and. Then, you know what? Let's move on. We got beat. That's it. And, yeah. Uh, but anyway, I wanted to uh, congratulate, not congratulate, but tell y'all how much I enjoyed Coach Stroh's uh, talk and his take on the game. And uh, well, that's real. That's real up. analysis there. That guy's been. It really in, is. That's been. He's been in the fire. We're just. Yeah. We, we've been in the fire basketball wise, but not football wise. It's two different sports. So. Yeah, it's very interesting though to hear somebody with his experience and knowledge. Yeah, uh, you know, say, look, this is what happened. This is this is why they were successful. I, I thought that was good. Thank you, Tom. See ya. All right, we'll go ahead and take this break. Let's talk about Bob Prince and Prince Glover and Hayes. Prince Glover and Hayes, outstanding attorneys, attorneys that uh, know the law, know the changes in the law, and you can call them at three four five one two three four. Uh, Prince Clover and Hayes have been on our show a long time. We need to get this ad changed to the second hour so other people can hear it. Um, but uh, Prince Clover and Hayes can both visit with you on the telephone. You can find out exactly what the problem is. And then after that, uh, go by there, 701 Rice Mine Road, and visit with them again. I think that you'll find that um, they'll be very, very uh, understanding with you. They'll be able to get you to understand exactly what's going on a little bit in the in the problem that you have and that uh in the very end if everything is is halfway decent uh your your problems will be corrected so prince clover hayes outstanding attorney no representation is made that the quality of services performed is greater than the quality of services performed by other lawyers this is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. I'm Kim Rankin with your Tide Sports Update. Alabama wide receiver Jermaine Burton was caught on camera getting physical with a Volunteers fan after Alabama's 52-49 loss on Saturday. Former Alabama guard J.D. Davison was seen in orange and white entering TD Garden for the Boston Celtics season opener. Five-star class of 2023 cornerback Cormani McLean has set his commitment date. This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we got several wrecks. One on US 43 southbound near Chapel Hill Baptist. Another on Alabama 171 near Sullivan Lumber. And then one on 2059 eastbound at the Mercedes exit. If you see other conditions, please give me a call. Get tremendous savings and extra cash on your trade right now at Townsend Nissan, your hometown dealer. I'm Captain Ray. Don't miss a play at the Sportsbook at Pearl River Resort. Your front row seat to all the action. Place bets on all professional and most college sports. Decent nights, the low at 39. And beautiful weather tomorrow and Saturday. Sunny both days. The high tomorrow 75. The high Saturday 77. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 30 degrees in Tuscaloosa. 
You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry. Only on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. You need uh, wood sealer. You need uh, something to protect the wood there. You, uh, they got a semi-transparent uh, stain, uh, the different colors there. They also have decking, fence posts, columns, whatever you need to build the five-star backyard. Go to the outdoor living section on yellowwood.com. They have inspirational galleries, backyard building kit tips. You can also download that ebook. If you're handy, I'm not, so I'd have to get somebody to build it for me. But when you do build it, use yellow wood. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then believe me, you don't want it. Uh, all right, Dad, Bruce Pearl said he got a text the other day from KD Johnson saying, thanks for always having my back. And he didn't know what it meant, uh, so he called Stephen Pearl said, what did KD do? He just sent me a text saying thanks for having my back i appreciate you and he said well, to my knowledge he hadn't done anything wrong he said hold on a minute i'll call him and i'll let you know what i find out so he says he calls kd and called coach pearl back and said oh he just got his first nil check and he was thanking you for always having his back and he went on to say that uh they have a good relationship because he kind of lets him be who he is. He lets him yeah. kind of act how he acts and use his yeah. emotion, and he doesn't try to change him. Well, a lot of coaches wouldn't put up with that. Bruce Pearl yeah, I agree. Uh, does. Get your comments on that. I yeah, I, I, I think he does. I think uh, I think he does, and I think it's, it's, and that's not easy to do. Um, I certainly probably couldn't have done it, and I saw him. I saw them lose the game just simply because of that. But because of the one game that they lost, they probably won more because he's gone to the basket better and he's he's made baskets late in the game when maybe you're saying bad, bad, bad shot goes in and he says it's a good shot. So, yeah, I, I would agree that uh, he's able to take, uh, I don't know if you want to use the word wild, out of control at times in, in critical parts of the game and and you know, be successful most of the time, not all the time, but uh, there are there are a lot of coaches who would, you know, would temper that down a little bit. Now, as far as the NIL money, uh, I won't get into that. Well, he just said, you know, that's the one side where people don't ever hear about the NIL, but this is the biggest check this kid's ever got, and, and uh, it can help his family and, and you know some of the people around them that probably need some help there, and, and people don't talk about those. So the guy was very appreciative that he got the nil well, nil check. And uh, one of the things, yeah, one of the things you're going to do now, Barry, is that you're going to go in and visit different schools as a prospect. Um, as you visit, you may visit, you may visit them uh, unofficially. But in your conversation with the players on that team that you're hanging around with, you're going to sort of find out how much that NIL check is going to be worth or has been worth to them. 
and that will be a determining factor to some degree uh, as not always, but as to where you might go to school. We talked yesterday about the shoe situation where if if the shoe company were giving behind the scenes were giving money not behind the scenes but, the, but not publicly it's not wrong but it's just not stuck out there publicly that uh, you know it, it there's a it is it is involved in recruiting uh, heavily and um, it'll make you know it'll make there are they have been athletic directors who have lost their jobs because they weren't or did not get themselves organized on, on the giving part uh, for the athletic department. And uh, it's, uh, it's, it's huge. It's, it's big, and it's going to stay big, I think, in recruiting. Yeah, and then they went on, he went on to talk about, and that will lead me to Alabama situation here. I know you're against it. I like it that they're – I think their arena seats nine, ten thousand. 10,000. And he says you can't even get a single game ticket for a game down there right now. If you go to Stub, oh, I'm not against. I'm not. If you go to Stub, he was saying if you go to StubHub, there's only like a single Alabama ticket, and you have to pay. I think it was three, four hundred dollars to get one ticket. So it's you can't get in the arena for the games down there, uh, which I never thought you'd see at Auburn, which has made it. Smaller place than people, you know, they start chiming in. Tennessee fans saying, "Yeah, well, you're playing in a high school gym." That would be the same. But even Duke plays in an eight thousand seat arena. Oh, well, no doubt, you're right. There's no doubt in it. it uh, you know, I'm big on home home field, home court advantage, and it, it it is certainly more so in basketball than football. You hear you hear people all the time who, uh, when they want to criticize Alabama in football, they're they, you know, they say they're a bad road team. They're a bad road team. In the past years, you'd never hear that. You know, they just, you know, you don't usually hear that word. But in basketball, it, it is very, very difficult to be, you know, be great on the road all the time. And it's very difficult to be. We had, had one year where we won eight out of nine one time. But, it was, you know, most times it's very, very difficult for people to come into our place and play. It's hard for us to go to their place and play. Yeah, so, you know, I know Alabama uh, is in the preliminary stages trying to get this new arena built. I hadn't heard much about it, and it sounds like it's going to be in the 10-5 range, uh, which I think will make this a tough ticket if Alabama uh, continues to win and get to NCAA tournaments. I think a tough ticket is a, is good. Uh, I don't like uh, I don't like what uh, Scott Drew said about fifty more teams going to the NCAA tournament. Uh, you know, and, and what, at one time Jim Beheim said, and and the reason I don't like that is it takes away from the competition and the excitement and the crowds uh, for your games during the season. If you feel like it, you you know you just win half of them, you go in the NCAA tournament. Uh, I think I think it I think it destroys, or comes close to dest- not oh I'll say destroys, but I think it really hurts your crowds and your game and your enthusiasm. Knowing you know you, you know you're fighting to go to the NCAA tournament. Your your fans are coming to see you play, getting behind you to help you get to the NCAA tournament and win that game. I don't. I don't like an open, open matter. But I'm, I'm sure people disagree with that. But no, I agree yeah. with you on that. Also, I am kind of for the 12 team football playoff. But think about it: if Alabama 
that loss to Tennessee wouldn't sting as much because Alabama would be in the top twelve still, uh, probably if they if it was a twelve team playoff. So, uh, you know, I don't know if these games will mean as much. Maybe now it wouldn't. Maybe for Alabama now, and for other teams that are down there, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, but. I don't think people be worried about them making the top twelve. Do you? Uh, when that comes now, no, right now the I top don't. four <laughs> that yeah. worries you to death. Yeah, that's right. It's so. the same. It's the same principle that I talked about in basketball. If, while we're while we're fussing about things we like and dislike, um, I don't like the rule that's coming in next year in baseball. And the rule says that there may, must be two players on the on. The, the left side and right side of second base. Yeah, no more uh, shifts. I, I don't I, no shifts. I don't like that rule. Now, there can be two two players on the left side. Now, now listen to me. I know how many baseball fans we have. I, I've always liked, I like baseball a lot. We don't talk about it much, but there 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 not going to be a lot of shifts to be able to shift in, in order to. Um, Ted Williams. It started with Ted Williams, a great deal, a great left-handed pitcher from Boston Red Sox. But two two players must be on the, the as you as you look at the diamond, uh, but will be on the left side of second base, and two players on the right side of second base. Now we're going to have a a a a distinct thing there a little bit. If if I get as close to second base as I can, but I'm I'm. But I'm within the rule. There's going to be a stink because he wasn't where he was supposed to be, or he uh, is that going to be a problem there? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I just think you let them line up wherever they want, and the hitters got to adjust. That's the, way, that's the way I feel about it. Yeah, I, probably, think I think that's going to be huge. Yeah, probably we'll take this break. Uh, we'll have one more break, then we'll get to my main man Joe Barger, uh, the mayor out of Brooklyn. I always love talking uh, to Joe. Alabama won. Rates as low as 1.99% right now on these car loans. Get more buck for your truck. Uh, get more truck for your buck, I'm sorry. Uh, and that special will end at the end of this month. So the rates can be as low as 1.99%. You can extend the loan terms out to longer to help you with the payment there. Up to 250 cash back. In two months of no payment, you can apply right there at the website and become a member there as well. Go to www.alabama1.org. Listen to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. COVID-19 has disrupted our lives, but it won't have the last word. We will. Across Alabama, thousands are getting vaccinated to protect themselves and others. Find out where you can get the COVID vaccine today at alabamaunites.com. Please get vaccinated. If you have symptoms, also get tested for COVID-19. Alabama Unites Against COVID. Sponsored by the ADPH, the ABA, and this station. For more than 60 years, B-Dry owners have trusted B-Dry for waterproofing and foundation repair service. These are outstanding people. We've had them on our show for a long, long time. They're backed by the strongest lifetime warranty in the industry. You can call them at 946-3390. But if you want a dry basement, the B-Dry experts will design solutions that will solve your basement problem. They have these patented basement waterproofing and foundation repair products as well, and those products will go into effect to certainly keep that water from coming back in to your basement after they've dried it up. You have a 12-month interest of free financing, which is a good deal for you. I think that the customers who have been with B-Dry all these years, 60 years, are very satisfied with what B-Dry does for them. There's nothing more important in your home than a dry basement. With B-Dry, you have a lifetime warranty, a dry basement for life, 
Your floors one and two are not affected. Your basement is in good shape. So I would suggest that you give me dry call. 60 years of service they put to everybody in this area. 205 946-3390. Our lowest prices of the season are here for the saving at JCPenney. Come one and shop fall. Stock up on fresh home essentials and stylish new looks for the whole family. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Go ahead and uh, get right back to this break so we can get uh, the mayor from Brookwood in, Joe Barger. Also have Nick Saban sound. Have your phone calls in the second hour. So 205-342-9904. You want to have a question for the mayor, you can call the mayor as well. Want to prank pressure treated pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have a yellow tag on it, believe me, you don't want it. Go to yellowwood.com to find the dealer closest to you. Living on love. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we got several wrecks. One on US 43 southbound near Chapel Hill Baptist. Another on Alabama 171 near Sullivan Lumber. And then one on 2059 eastbound at the Mercedes exit. If you see other conditions, please give me a call. Get tremendous savings and extra cash on your trade right now at Townsend Nissan. Your hometown dealer. I'm Captain Ray. Finding the right Medicare plan? Oof, no easy feat. Kind of like those dances my granddaughter loves making me do. <laughs> but then I found Walgreens. Feeding on the Tide 100.9 app. Inside the locker room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room. Presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to the second hour of Inside the Locker Room. All-State Insurance Agent Andrew Knifer. He's my agent. Let Andrew become yours. Don't just pay the bill. Know what you're paying. You have the backing of All-State Insurance, the people, uh, he and his staff that know the area here. Uh, when you have a problem, know right where to send you. If you need home, life, auto, renters, whatever you need, 205-722-9200. We're going to get right to the all-state hotline here and we every thursday we have a, a brookwood segment we talk about the city of brookwood the kids in brookwood the the mayor of brookwood uh the coaches all the great things going on and we're very fortunate to have mayor joe barger on good morning mayor how are you sir morning good morning how are you oh we're doing great uh doing great tell us big uh big weekend or big couple of days out in brookwood uh tell us what's going on this weekend joe or this week well you know it's it's homecoming week uh, nice. in brookwood uh panther nation is out in full force uh, we've had several occasions of um rolling um the kids have a lot of good spirit they uh juniors and seniors are um getting each other pretty well my house looks like it's snow toilet paper oh, but goodness. hey it's all in fun 
Um, tonight's our parade. We're excited that um, we're going to be able to have our parade tonight uh, starting at 7 o'clock. It will go from our town park down Highway 216 and around to the high school um, where we will have um, a mini bonfire, live music. Uh, Cowbell will be there playing. Uh, great band, great local band that um, everybody loves to come out and listen. So um, there will be food trucks at the high school. So we're trying to uh, – Principal Kelly Hubbard's done a great job this year trying to create a new atmosphere. Yeah. Um, allow people to, you know, come out at night. Uh, let, let's make it where uh, people can come out as a family and enjoy it. Um, encourage our football team, our cheerleaders, our band, um, and just create a sense of community and a sense of pride. So we're excited about tonight. Joe, I appreciate everything you do for uh, not just Brookwood, but but trying to make it special for the kids. I know you guys will talk about in a minute a new stadium, which is really exciting uh, coming up. You also got uh, Steve in D.C. from the morning show here at 95.3. The Bear will be out at City Hall. Uh, what will Steve in D.C. be doing over there in Brookwood with you, uh, Joe? Well, they'll be pumping the crowd up, um, yeah. I hope. We're going to have the football team out, um, some of the seniors come out, um, cheerleaders, band, the homecoming court. Um, there'll be some alumni dropping in and out throughout the morning. So, you know, our goal is to create a sense of pride, um, a lot of spirit for our community. Uh, these kids have worked hard. Um, they have a, um, they've had a great season this year. We're at four and four. We play Northridge tomorrow night and, um, you know, looking forward to a great game, looking forward to seeing who gets, uh, crowned our queen. So, um, we'd welcome anyone, um, in our community and surrounding areas out in the morning just to, um, support these young guys, um, and girls and their endeavors and make this homecoming a great homecoming to remember. No doubt. Uh, all right, uh, Joe, tell us, uh, we're talking with the mayor, Joe Barger out at Brookwood and, uh, actually mayor Barger, make sure this segment happens for us, uh, each and every week on Thursday. We've got, uh, $18 million new facility coming in uh, in, the, in the Brookwood, which is absolutely outstanding. Uh, tell us about that, Joe. Well, we are over the moon excited about um, getting approved for $18.2 million in our stadium, the state of the art. Um, and actually, um, I have heard whispers that we may have a rendering tomorrow night at the football really? game that people go. can uh, come by and look at to see what um, it will See what the future holds for us. We'll have a track around uh, the football field, the only one in our county school system. So that will pull more people to our area uh, having track meets. And we're excited to bring anytime we have the opportunity to host um, an event in our area. It allows people to see uh, the great things about Brookwood, why we, why we love our community and we love our people. Uh, Dad, question for the mayor. Dad's a guy, he grew up in Florence, Alabama, and he loves his hometown, uh, Joe. He goes back there. About once every month to just to see people. So, and I think you're creating that environment there in, in Brookwood as well. Dad, any question for the mayor here? Well, I know it's a hard job to get all that put together. It's easy to get on the radio and say things <laughs> that you had done, but it's darn hard to, to organize that thing before the game, during the game, and after the game. So, you know, my, my hat's off to you for doing stuff that I think sometimes people don't realize how difficult it is. Well, we have a great uh, staff and a lot of uh, community involvement that uh, truly supports our schools and our community. So it makes it a lot easier uh, when people support you. And people, um, when they have a hand in it, uh, they'll support it. They won't criticize it. They'll come out and um, they'll take it to the next level. And that's what we want to create in our community. Now, i got to get a 
uh, clarification on that. Childers, the basketball coach over there, he – who carried who in golf when y'all were playing the other day? I'm getting mixed reviews on who, yeah, who was the A golfer over there. Uh, well, you know, um, <clears throat> let's just put it to you this way. When I stepped up to take a putt, um, Childers looked at uh, Coach Brown and says, um, you want to use you want to use his? You, you, you want to do this? So undoubtedly, Childers did not have a lot of faith in the mayor to make that putt. But mm. I will say we used at least two or three of my putts, so I felt pretty good about my game um, since I played twice a year. But um, Childers, um, you know, we couldn't do the things around, have the comic relief around Brookwood without him. So he brings a lot to our community, a lot to our school, and we love him. We give him a hard time, but um, and he gives me even a harder time. So um, I would give him a little bit more credit on the golf game than I give myself, but um, I don't think there was any Tiger Woods on the Yeah, no day. doubt. All right, uh, real quick reminder, what time does the uh, festivity start tonight? Tonight we start, parade starts at 7, um, and the parade will go from our, our town park down Highway 216 and around to the high school off George Richmond Parkway. And the band, the food, and the bonfire will be at the high school. So um, we're looking forward to everyone coming out and um, enjoying the evening and then come back in the morning uh, from 6 to 10 at Town Hall. And then tomorrow night um, is homecoming. We're actually having an alumni luncheon um, at the high school. Um, And I did have some information about that. Um, I think it starts at 1130, I believe, at the high school. It's going to be um, in the Warrior Met Cole Room. at the high school, so it's a come and go. Um, sort of, we Kelly has done a lot of great things. Miss um, Hubbard has done a lot of great things at the high school, upgrading, um, making things special, recognizing kids, um, you know, throughout the, the building, and um, making it a, a great place to be. So they'll be able to tour that and see that, and um, come back and see all the great things Brookwood High School and the town of Brookwood has to offer. Well, Mayor, we appreciate you being on with us. Uh, Sounds like you guys got a great uh, week playing. Hope everything goes great. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thanks, sir. Hey, thank you both. Y'all have a great day. Thank you. There's Mayor Joe Barger. And uh, I can't wait to see the rending of this uh, new stadium in Brookwood. Uh, uh, Tuscaloosa Academy, you're listening. We need to get us some new stadium and some new uh, (laughs) – get us a new – Jim over there. That's new is nice, isn't it? Uh, so, anyway, uh, great things happen at all these high schools. Northridge will travel to Brookwood for a region game. Everything's getting set up for the playoffs here. It's going to start here in a couple of weeks. All right, go ahead and take this break. We can open up the phone lines, 205-342-9904. We also will hear uh, some Coach Saban sound uh, from yesterday. Uh, he actually addressed the Jermaine Burton situation, talked about Mississippi State uh and a few other things we'll hear from what coach had to say. Royal Cleaners, making life easy for you. They'll come pick up the cleaning, get it all cleaned up, deliver it right back if you want to drop it off. University Boulevard, Bridge Avenue in North Porter, 4851 Rice Mine Road. Whatever your cleaning needs are, you always want to use Royal Cleaners. Give them a call today, 205-391-0034. You're listening to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. 
Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good Thursday morning. Despite rain last week, dry conditions prevail over most of West Alabama. The latest U.S. drought monitor reveals only a northern portion of Sumter and West Pickens County are not experiencing abnormally dry conditions. There is a chance for some rain next week, according to the National Weather Service in Birmingham. You're up to date. Keep up with all the local news, sports, and weather coverage on TuscaloosaThread.com. It's free. Don Hartley, Tuscaloosa Media, Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we got several wrecks. One on U.S. 43 southbound near Chapel Hill Baptist. Another on Alabama 171 near Sullivan Lumber. And then one on 2059 eastbound at the Mercedes exit. If you see other conditions, please give me a call. Get tremendous savings and extra cash on your trade right now at Townsend Nissan, your hometown dealer. I'm Captain Ray. From the beginning, they were applauded. The music that sold over 100 million records. Chicago. This Friday, Tuscaloosa Amphitheater. Coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking. Fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Another cool and dry day today with a good supply of sunshine, the high 65. Tonight clear, not as cold as recent nights, the low at 39. Then beautiful weather tomorrow and Saturday, sunny both days. The high tomorrow 75, the high Saturday 77. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 33 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Two-time state champion and two-time NIT champion, Barry Sanderson breaks down the latest in sports on Inside the Locker Room on Tide 100.9. Daddy'd say you can't judge a book by looking at the cover, it's bossy and sad, but really it matters. Daddy never was a Cadillac kind. He said something. All right, welcome back to Inside Locker Mate. Aiden, let's go uh, right to Coach Saban here. Let's get his opening statement uh, yesterday after practice over in the Malmore building. Well, we're certainly looking forward to getting back home and playing in Bryant-Denny Stadium on Saturday night. You know, homecoming is a, a great tradition, and uh, I know it – gives everybody, a lot of people uh, who are Alabama folks, an opportunity to come back and, you know, refresh some of the relationships and, you know, traditions that they enjoyed when they were here and um, what they were proud of. And we certainly want to play the game in a way that they can be proud of what we do. Um, I think the big emphasis for the team this week is, you know, playing to win, you know, you know, there's a difference between playing to win and playing to keep from getting beat. You know, I mean, when you're playing to keep from getting beat, the game, it's not really about winning. It's about being afraid to mess up, you know, painting negative pictures in your mind of bad things that could happen, and that doesn't help you have success. So we want to be positive, correct mistakes, um, have the goal to be, uh, you know, go out and be aggressive and uh, execute the way you're capable of, of executing. 
um, capability and reliability to execute under any circumstance. Um, we certainly have the capacity to do that. Uh, we just got to do it with consistency, and that's what we're looking forward, you know, to trying to do. You know, we're really saddened to hear the passing of one of Mississippi State's, you know, players, uh, Sam Westmoreland. Our thoughts and, you know, prayers go out to he, uh, his family, uh, his friends, uh, the Mississippi State, you know, football team. Um, you know, this is, you know, terrible that a young person um, is not going to be able to enjoy a successful life. Um, so, but with that, we're, you know, trying to get ready to play a game. All right, uh, Dad, just what are you saying? That's horrible about the. Uh, well, I think, I think, uh, I think playing to win, not playing to keep from getting beat was the key. Yeah. Uh, to me, as the key that, um, uh, uh, it's going to be, you know, an interesting football game. I, I'll just tell you now that my blue plate is going to be Alabama. And, um, because of that, I, I feel like that they're going to rush the passer. I don't, I think, I think, uh, the kid's a good player. I don't, I don't think he's, I don't think he's hooker. I don't think their wideouts are as quick. I think they've got Alabama's got, and I, and I don't go by, I don't go by, you know, what Alabama has done to Mississippi State over the last few years. I don't, I don't, I don't even look at that. I look at what happened. To, this last week, I, I studied a bunch of games, and I think I think twenty one points uh, to me is is Alabama's very capable of doing that and doing you know doing well defensively. So that's the blue plate for this week. I'm announcing a little bit early, but we have some listeners that are interested in listening, so uh, knowing that early. So I think I think playing to win is is big, and I think as you. I both stated uh, they're going after the quarterback and they're going to play better. All right, so there we go. I didn't know we were going to get the blue plate out with that, Joe. I mean, Joe, uh, Aiden, blue plate, lines 21, Bama, minus 21. Uh, I'm sure the Alabama fans will hope you hit uh, this one uh, this week. All right, uh, Aiden, let's hear about the first clip there. How is this team responding uh, to the loss? And I'm sure coaches – Really, really trying to find the right buttons to push. Uh, I know he he really thinks about these things. Spends a lot of time uh, trying to make sure that he maximizes these kids' potential. Uh, here's what Coach had to say about responding to a loss. Yeah, I think they're responding. Um, you know, I don't I don't think you know our players they want to have success. Um, you know, these guys are. You know, I, I've said this before. You know, fans get upset. People get upset when we don't have success, but the players get upset too, all right, because probably more upset than anybody because they work hard uh, and they get frustrated when they don't have success and they want to know why and how they can fix it, and they've worked hard to try to do that. Um, but, you know, I think it goes back to, you know, you got to have the right mindset, man. we got to get more positive about how we approach beating the other team, and uh, that's that's something that we're working on this week as well. Uh, thoughts there? No, not not really. I I think you know he's 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 sort of wanting the public to understand that that you, although you're disgusted, not disgusted, but disappointed in the loss, um, that the guys who did the playing and maybe made mistakes are, are disappointed in the way they didn't say the way they play, but disappointing in the loss. So I, I think he. 
I think he tries to carry that to the people who who support the team, who who he knows. I, I don't think Coach he doesn't read all that crap, but listen to what people have to say about why they won, why they lost. I think he basically. I don't think I don't think John Q. Fan realizes that to the extent of what they how they coach and what they know about uh, each and everything that they do to try to make it that better. I just don't think they do. And I think he tries to bring bring that out. Yeah, I think he brings a good point there. Like you know, I know the fans are upset, but uh, you know these guys that these coaches that uh, want these guys to be successful that have watched hours upon hours of film. Try to prepare these guys to play well defensively. They go out and they play like that. It's a, it's a terrible uh, feeling. You know, I'm not sure that they're not worried about uh, people talking bad about on this talk show. I mean, they probably worry about their family here and this kind of stuff. But it hurts those guys and those players that have gotten up at five in the morning in the summer to to go work out and do all those things. That, that when you want to win the championship, you want to beat Tennessee. That's you want to smoke that cigar in the locker room. It hurts those guys more than it does the fan base. I assure you. Yeah, I think I think um, I think fans sometimes need to decide uh, what's important in life. Now, it's important that it, you know for people who are, have kids that play football or, or like that particular university. But there there are a lot of things important in life. Um, I think the biggest thing important in life is health. Uh, that's huge. That's, that's important. It makes life go on. I think. I think sometimes you, you know, and I, you know, I just think it. There are a lot of things important in life. You, you know, you, Alabama football is important because you're, you know, you're enjoying the success that they have and being able to talk about it, and go to games and so forth. But there, there are a lot of things that are important in life. And one of the things you said there, I don't know that people caught it. Says we got to be more positive, and whenever something goes wrong, everybody's so negative, and negative people suck the life out of a room. They're just negative, and I'm, <laughs> I'm one of the world's worst. I have to be more positive, uh, but you want to be around positive people. You can't, you know. Yeah, they lost, but they're not gonna, they're not gonna give up for the rest of the season. And they got to be more positive. They got to put these things behind them. The negativity to me just weights you down. You look at Auburn down there right now. The negativity is just all over the place. I think he's ready to try to get a little bit more upbeat uh, approach in the in the offices there on the practice field and in the locker rooms prior to the game. I know he was uh, a little taken back. He says they always chant before every game. He thought there may be some, was some anxiety there. This football is supposed to be fun. Sports is supposed to be fun. I think they need yeah. to get the fun back in it. Yeah, not in a negative way. Not in a negative way. But coach sounds coach sounds a little bit tired to me. Um, I could be. I'm hope I'm wrong. I'm not hope I'm wrong. But he may be a little bit tired. Tired of hearing all this stuff or, or finding out about what people have said. So um, he's not. He's not. That's just my observation. It's not something that. Most people don't even think about that, I guess. But he—he he sounds a little bit tired. It's—it's a—it's a tiring thing to have, to have everything that you have to do to be darn sure that that every facet of your football team is ready to play, and and all your assistant coaches are understanding it. And uh, on top of that, you've got a lot of prospects coming in for homecoming, and that's humongous because that's what makes your program go down the go down the line. That—that's what makes it. You know, you look, you, you, you talk about Auburn just now. 
uh, I think the scary thing about Auburn, and I'm not, is down the line had they recruit they're not recruiting enough players to make a good down the line, and Alabama's down the line continues to keep guys coming in that are good enough to to win championships for you. Yeah, I hope Coach is not listening. But for the first time, when I watched him on Saturday uh, be interviewed by Reese Davis and that, he's usually a guy that doesn't look like he's aging at all. He it finally starting to catch up. He looked tired, and he looks like he's finally yeah. – finally, yeah. of course, he's he looks great. I'm not being critical of him. Well, I'm glad, you, I, I hope, glad you said that because I'm, I'm glad that wasn't the only one that thought that. You thought it too, okay. Yeah, Good. he looks like he's <laughs> – it looks like he's actually aging a little bit, and just the grind of everything is starting to maybe wear him down a little bit. I've never seen that, and I may be completely wrong. Maybe he's not feeling well, but it just didn't quite uh, list the same. Look the same there. So, all right, let's go uh, to Mississippi State's cornerback dominance. There, he did talk about the game. Uh, here's what Coach had to say about that. No, he's a really good player. Um, you know, he, he's, he's a playmaker uh, on special teams, too. Uh, guy's a really good cover corner. He's very aggressive. He's very instinctive. He's got really good ball skills. Um, you know, he's a, an outstanding player, no doubt. All right, then uh, go to the other Mississippi State clip there uh, about their defense. Go to that clip. All right, well, they, they got a lot of ball hawkers. They got you know, an experienced defensive team. Uh, they play a lot of pressure defense. There's a lot of movement, a lot of stunning, a lot of blitzing, uh, a lot of penetrating. Um, so, and, you know, they got some good pass rushers. So, um, but, you know, th this, we, we, we've continued to try to create an awareness with our team of, about attacking the ball. And, um, you know, sometimes you just got players that do that. And, you know, sometimes it's hard to get players to have confidence that they can tackle, the next guy in can attack the ball. Um, you know, these guys got some guys that got good ball skills in the secondary too, so that always helps. But, um, but uh, you know, I, I wish we would get more turnovers, take care of the ball better, and we're going to have to do that in this game. Um, because that'll be a, a critical piece to the to having success in the game. Uh, just your thoughts. Talk about you. Just I don't know. Uh, it doesn't seem the same. What's your thoughts? What he said there? Yeah, a little bit. You know, as I said, the game that you play that night, the key to that to that game is huge, and the two keys are injury and turnovers. If you get somebody injured, that is really, you know makes the team go, and, and you're, you turn the football over too many times more than your opponent, then you get your fannies. Sometimes you get beat. Maybe you may get by, but uh, not many times you get by. He sounds think, like to me that he almost saying, look, we, I'm not even worried about Mississippi State right now. we got to worry about ourselves. we got to yeah. clean up what we're doing. Like, I, yeah. yeah, we're going to look at what they're doing, but until we collect, correct the mistakes and until we can – uh, for some turnovers, we can't spend as much time worrying about their, what they're doing because we're beating ourselves right now. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That's, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, all right, lastly, uh, the last clip. Let's go over here. What he had to say about uh, the Mississippi State quarterback, uh, Aiden. Well, you know, Will Rogers has had a great year last year. He's having an outstanding year this year. Um, 
you know, they're, they're, they've got a lot of really difficult passing concepts to try to defend. Uh, they've got really good players. They understand what they're doing. Uh, he understands the offense as well as probably the coach um, and goes out there and executes it. And he's very accurate with the ball. He makes quick decisions and judgments. And, um, you know, so this is a very challenging, you know, offensive team. Uh, and I think it probably it's very quarterback oriented. And, you know, him playing well, which he has done all year long, uh, certainly enhances their opportunity to be successful. All right. Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh on Saturday, I know Coach is probably. You think he's frustrated, Dad, that uh, that he can't get these problems corrected? You think it's starting to take its toll on him? Well, I think he's. You know, the expectations is, as we talk about, or I talk about all the time. When you when you get there on day one and you're number one, you know, you're number one. You you can't get any higher. You can't you can't motivate your guys anymore. You you try to motivate them to stay number one. But you, you, it doesn't work all the time, and I, I think that's I think that's a big difference there. You know, um, I've always been saying here lately. I think Coach will coach six, seven, eight more years. I don't think so now. Uh, I just think he looks like it's he's starting to wear down a little bit. Uh, do you still think he's going to go six, seven, eight more years, or maybe take a couple of years off of that? Uh, I just don't. I don't see it like I like I have. I don't time. know. I don't think he's going to go. Seven, eight more years. I, I think Max would be five. Yeah, that's yeah. what I think. I, yeah. don't, I don't know. You got, you know, if, if he starts not getting the kind of players he needs to get or loses recruiting, he's not going to. Because he he's the one guy that understands that not the one guy, but he's the one guy that that works at the recruiting so hard that uh, he's so well organized, and the people that he signed to work for him recruiter they don't stay regardless and he finds that out in the interviews and so forth and if they get there and they don't do their part then they're 88 out the gate in a nice way so well, that's got to be uh hard you know where he has he's changed staff he's changed staffs after a national championship but bringing in new people and trying to teach them the Alabama way and get them acclimated and get their families in here, that's that's that takes its toll on you too. It's just like you're starting over with this staff all the time. I think that eventually starts to take its toll on you. Where if you had guys in here and you had some continuity in your staff, and they knew what to expect and knew what uh, what you liked and and how to coach certain things. Eventually, there's a little bit of comfort there. I think that's starting to talk, take its toll on him as well. Well, you know, this is this is the, the first time ever that some of these staff members have ever been around coach after they lost. Yeah, they've all they've they've always been around him after they've won, and so it's the first time for you know for the staff to be around after they've lost. Well, with another game, obviously losing the Georgia game, but there was no more games uh, yeah. like, like there is uh, this year. The season's still there. All right, uh, Aiden, let's tell them about B-Dry. Uh, you go to bdryalabama.com for more information. For more than 60 years, B-Dry owners have trusted B-Dry for waterproofing and foundation repair service. These are outstanding people. We've had them on our show for a long, long time. They're backed by the strongest lifetime warranty in the industry. You can call them at 946-3390. But if you want a dry basement, the B-Dry experts will design solutions that will solve your basement problem. They have these patented basement waterproofing and foundation repair products as well, and those products will go into effect 
to certainly keep that water from coming back in to your basement after they've dried it up. You have a 12-month interest of free financing, which is a good deal for you. I think that the customers who have been with B-Dry all these years, 60 years, are very satisfied with what B-Dry does for them. There's nothing more important in your home than a dry basement. With B-Dry, you have a lifetime warranty, a dry basement for life. Your floors one and two are not affected. Your basement is in good shape. So I would suggest that you give B-Dry a call. 60 years of service they put to everybody in this area. 205-946-3390. This is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. I'm Kim Rankin with your Tide Sports Update. Alabama wide receiver Jermaine Burton was caught on camera getting physical with a Volunteers fan after Alabama's 52-49 loss on Saturday. Former Alabama guard J.D. Davison was seen in orange and white entering TD Garden for the Boston Celtics season opener. Five-star class of 2023 cornerback Cormani McClain has and watch college football. date. This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. Like bones, your teeth lose density and become weaker over time, which can lead to tooth decay. And that can make your visit to the dentist feel like this. Coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at yellow wood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's yellow wood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Another cool and dry day today with a good supply of sunshine, the high 65. Tonight clear, not as cold as recent nights, the low at 39. And beautiful weather tomorrow and Saturday, sunny both days. The high tomorrow is 75, the high Saturday 77. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 33 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Catch every game and every moment right here. This is your home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Inside the locker room, Wayne's Pest Control, serving over 100,000 customers across Alabama, Tennessee, and Mississippi since 1973. Let the good folks at Wayne's make sure your home protects from unwanted pests. This fall, Wayne's provides world-class termite protection, general pest control, and mosquito prevention services. They also keep that lawn looking lush and healthy. Also, we get it sprayed up here now. It's turning cold to have it ready when the springtime comes. You want to take care of it now, and it'll be beautiful. Uh, in the spring, 866-WAYNES-1 for $60 off your initial pest control service. All right, let's look real quick into the game. Not a great- uh, uh, well, let me just mention a couple of things about before, I, if you don't, we'll talk about them together. Um, Ohio State in, in Iowa is a game that I looked out trying to study it because it was a 29-point game. 
Um, Ohio State's played nobody. Now, when they opened up with Notre Dame, Barry, we didn't know how good Notre Dame was going to be. And uh, it was, you know, a 21-10 game. But then in they go Arkansas State, Toledo, Wisconsin. They scored 52 points against the Rutgers. Uh, Michigan State's having a down year. Yet, we, you know, we keep Ohio State up there where Alabama's had to go to Tennessee and also to Texas. Um, so, to me... To me, sometimes we don't as, – as they, they decide on who they, they think is good, the voters do, and they just leave them there regardless of who they play. Yeah, Ohio and, State, 30-point uh, uh, favorite, over under 49. I was scared, I, I was scared of the 30 points. That's, that's uh, you know, that's six touchdowns uh, without Iowa scoring at all, and I was going to score some. So, you know, that, those, that kind of, those kinds of games – as you and I know, or when, you, when you've got those high marks, those high high scores of, of at least opinions that people are going to, you know, score a lot of points, it's, it, it's hard. You know, Tennessee goes, they get a rest now. They play UT Martin. And then um, Barry, this next game, uh, I don't want you – I want you to – Tell me what you think about this one. Syracuse and Clemson. Syracuse is is the surprise of the nation, six and zero. Yeah, Syracuse uh, and Clemson's had a you know as far as the ACC goes, a pretty tough stretch uh, there. This will probably be the last opportunity. I just lost that game um, that they'll have to lose, but I, I just can't see. Clemson losing at home. Syracuse, 11 o'clock game, 12 o'clock over there. They've knocked off Louisville, 31-7. UConn, 48-14 to beat Purdue, 32-29. Virginia, 22-20. A 13-and-a-half-point favorite. Yeah, I would I would see Clemson covering that at home um, at noon. Uh, and I don't know that Clemson will lose. I'm looking at the remainder of their schedule. They've got, they do have to go to Notre Dame uh, next week. Uh, or they have a week off, I'm sorry, and then they play Notre Dame. And then they have Louisville, Miami, and South Carolina at home. We have three straight home games there. So, uh, But the biggest game to me, if you're an Alabama fan, man, you gotta you got to be rooting for LSU, don't you, against uh, Ole Miss? With You yeah. want to put – if you could put a loss or two on Ole Miss, then, uh, you know, Alabama can pretty much escape their way to Atlanta. What's your thoughts there? Are you surprised now that LSU is a two-point favorite in this game? No, I'm not. Because I think those guys who, who, in Vegas study it, and I don't think Ole Miss is very good defensively. Not near as good. I, I think I think LSU can keep you from scoring more than LSU can. I mean, more than uh, Mississippi, Ole Miss can. I don't think Ole Miss can keep you from scoring. I think LSU can. I think they can keep Ole Miss from scoring much. So I, I think I think uh, in fact it's almost blue bladed. Uh, I, I think I think LSU. I don't know if they win handily or not, but I think if they win, you know, I understand that Ole Miss have some tricks up their sleeve and and they'll and uh, they'll play four downs every time they have the ball. They'll, they'll if at all possible they're going to play all four downs. They're not going to punt the ball much. But uh, I'm not surprised. I, I think LSU's got a great chance in that game. Yeah, Ole Miss. Um... Coming in seven and zero, and I'm looking here at the remainder of their schedule. They got LSU, then they have Texas A&M on the road. Uh, so you got to think they're going to drop one or maybe both of those games. Then they got Alabama coming in at Arkansas and Mississippi State. So they've got a tough, 
they've got a tough road to hold. Uh, you know, they've got the win against Kentucky uh, and the win against Auburn, but they did give up 34 points uh, to Auburn. So I don't, I don't see Ole Miss being a threat to get to Atlanta. Vanderbilt, Missouri, who cares? Game Missouri is a 14 point favorite. Both teams looking for their first win in the SEC. Uh, your thoughts here on this particular game? Well, Missouri could, could have and should have beaten Auburn. Played good against Georgia. Uh, didn't play bad against Florida. Got after Florida pretty darn good and, and led in that game for part of it. And uh, I guess you want to say the guy's done a, hasn't done a good job, but I, I, and so I, I would just say maybe he hadn't done a good job recruiting. I think he, I think he does a pretty good job coaching them and getting them to play. And they get close, but no, no cigar. Um, I, I, um, I think, I think Vanderbilt gives them all the. I think Vanderbilt guy has, has done a pretty good job there. He's kind of a low key guy, and so I, I would assume that uh, I would assume that Missouri will will win that one. It'd be be interesting to see. Yeah, and then uh, we're not. We won't. You know, we've already talked about the Alabama-Mississippi State game. You think Alabama covers uh, the 21 uh, there. Texas A&M, I think it was an interesting game. Texas A&M, night game at South Carolina. Um, a big game for, for both teams, really. Uh, yeah. Texas A&M's 3-3. Three three. Uh, Texas A&M's 1-2 in the league. South Carolina, 1-2 in the league. A&M is a three-point favorite. They look for this maybe to be a defensive uh, mm-hmm. slugfest at over under at 44 and a half. Uh, your thoughts about this game? Be late game in Columbia, 730 over there. So that's a, have plenty of time to have some tailgating going on in Columbia. Yeah, it'll be, it should be a good game. I, I tell you, uh, South Carolina played, played well and they played hard defensively against Kentucky. Now I know Kentucky quarterback was injured and so forth, but they, they did they, against their running backs and stuff. They, I thought uh, he had them ready to play, and they were very, very excited about the win. I'm, I mean, they were just – he felt like they had won the national championship because I think it was a game they thought maybe they could maybe would lose. I think um, I think as good as, as South Carolina was against Kentucky and as good as they can be defensively, they've got somewhat of a, 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 an outside chance to win that game. Um. I w- it won't shock me if, if South Carolina wins that game at all. Uh, I think they're they're good enough defensively to do so. So we'll see. Yeah, uh, it's a you know a big game coming off that can that Kentucky win they, that they've kind of gotten that Georgia loss behind them. Um, so they they you know the schedule fell right. They had South Carolina s- State. They had Kentucky, which was a big win, and now they got uh, and they had Charlotte. So uh, they got. It's pretty tough games ahead with A&M, Missouri, Vanderbilt, at Florida, Tennessee, and Clemson to finish up. So, yeah. uh, um, go ahead. The, uh, I think uh, one of the most exciting teams and best teams in the country is TCU. And when you think of, uh, when you think of TCU, you don't think they've always been a defensive guy, a defensive team. And he, he dropped out of TCU and went to Texas to help them some. Uh, coach did, and Kansas State has played well. They, they're, I think, they're five and one or something, and TCU's undefeated. So if you if you like to watch stuff on a national basis, um, you know that'll be that'll be a game that'll be right in the middle of the Alabama game. So you can't do that much, but uh, Kansas State and TCU game should be should be pretty interesting. I think I think the other one 
uh, that, that's hard for me to figure out because they, they always get off to a big lead, and that's Oklahoma State, but they never keep it. The defense coordinator from Auburn is that Oklahoma State, and they haven't been very good defensively, and they play Texas. And Texas, you know, goes to Texas Tech and gets beat. Um, and so, they, you know, they're they're good and bad. Um, all excited and ready to play against Alabama, but sometimes when they're when it doesn't mean quite as much, it seems like those teams maybe like like that have not been ready to play. Yeah, so the you know the the big game in the SEC, two big games, the Mississippi State. Does it matter how Alabama wins or just win? Uh, I know you want them to uh, win by more than twenty one, but uh, do, yeah. do they need to? play well and win or will it be really a lot Yeah, I think they need to feel like that they've improved on what they did uh, the, the mistakes that they made um, Yeah, I think it's important for them to play I think if they play better it, it makes them feel you know, we're over the hump now we had that game, that game's over we could have won, didn't um, we're ready to go now Yeah, I think I think it, that's a good question I think it is important for them to play well, well I think they need to uh, get some positivity uh, going in, uh, maybe to the bye week there. Um, so uh, we'll see uh, as they tee that thing up. On I'd be curious what, what kind of crowds in there. I guess it's homecoming. I hadn't heard much of. I didn't hear much about homecoming. I mean, that was yeah. my wife said something about going I'm to the parade. The I'm like, I ain't child, walking so on this. To ask. I'm not walking on a broken foot to go watch a parade. I ain't going to a parade. Dad, you want to go to a parade? I'm on, I, I, I was the Grand Marshal Home Pumping Parade one Well, I'll time. tell you what you can do. You, and, you can go with Jenny and Mac and Mimi to the parade uh, on I was Saturday. in the back of that convertible, and I waved everybody. Yeah, well. <laughs> but I'm not going this year. Why don't you go? That'd be nice. You could go to the parade. Uh, they got the bonfire, I guess, on Friday night. and. Well, get back and tell me about it. All the little festivities going on. I'm a, I got to park cars down there for Northridge Baseball uh, somewhere. I forgot where I'm going. Yeah, I got to park some cars. How can you park cars? That's foot. Well, I'm going to have a white towel. Make, hopefully, Jack gets well. He's supposed to be parking them with me. Get them in there and get that lot full and get out of well, there. Well, you all call Sonny. Sonny does it does it to make money at his place. Sonny or Jan does. You call, they got a white towel. You could give some practice. From sir, there. I only got a 50. You got any change? No, sir. We got no change here. It's cost you 50 to park. Uh, so come on in. Sonny sounds like a professional. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll take this break. Come back and wrap up the show. We squeeze in one phone call, 205 342 9904. Listen, Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama Sports. Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by Tuscaloosa Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram, and Pearl River Resort. From the University of Alabama, this is Crimson Tide Today. It's a daily update on Bama sports, and it's brought to you by CBNS Bank. Bank anywhere, at any time, with CBNS Bank's digital solutions. Managing your finances has never been so easy. Hello again, everybody. I'm Roger Hoover. Soccer head coach Wes Hart reacts to the school's first ever number one ranking as Alabama looks to stay unbeaten in SEC play against Mississippi State in Starkville. Pretty, pretty incredible. And uh, especially coming from where we were, you know, when I first got here in 2015 to, to where we are now, it's uh, it's amazing. And, um, you know, it just shows that uh, with hard work and staying true to who you are and what you're doing, um, you know, it, uh, it pays off. And so, you know, super excited with where we're at right now. But at the same time, you know, we're, we're hungry for more. I think with uh, with each new week, um, you know, with each 
big win with uh, with each new ranking that comes out. Um, you know, you just don't get a sense of complacency with this group. Um, you know, almost almost the opposite. It almost feels like they're they're feeding off the the energy. I'll have more in a moment. At CBNS Bank, we've been into meeting the needs of our customers since 1906. Whether you're buying a home or auto or consolidating debt, CBNS Bank's personal loans are on point or setting new business goals. Our lineup of commercial loans can help you achieve them. At CBNS Bank, we're proud to sponsor the University of Alabama Athletics and even prouder to take the field or court with you. Visit cbsbank.com today. All loans subject to credit approval, member FDIC and equal housing lender. Join us tonight for Hey Coach and the Nick Saban Show, live from Baumhauer's Victory Grill at 6.30 p.m. Central. Chris Stewart hosts, and tonight he'll cover the latest Alabama news, plus visit with head coach Nick Saban. Hey Coach is available to listen to across the network, will be streamed live on our Facebook page, and also available on demand on the Alabama Insider Podcast. Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by CBNS Bank. Crimson Tide Today is a production of the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, things calming down on this Thursday morning. Now, if you do see conditions throughout the day that folks need to hear about, just give me a call, 205-886-8886. Towns of Nissan's having a whale of a sale. They got special savings and extra cash back on your trade. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. Don't miss a play at the Sportsbook at Pearl River Resort. Your front row seat to all the action. Place bets on all professional and most college sports. 100.9. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. We'll get right up here to the Alabama One Hotline. We'll get uh, Biscuit Bruce in the show. Good morning, Biscuit. Morning. <laughs> morning, guys. I just wanted to call and give my condolences to Coach Wimp about Cleveland losing and yeah. Ask him ask him how big a Houston fan is and the guy answered the phone said, Well they cheaters. I said, Well, <laughs> I don't care if they cheat or not, they're playing the Yankees, so I'm for them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I hope they both lose. But yeah, Houston I, I hope Houston wins a little bit more than they do. Yeah, you know, singles can't beat home runs. That's what we got. We got a single team and and Yankees got home runs. We can't beat That's them. right. Let me ask you a quick question. Quick right. question, Coach Wim. Did, right. How did you become such an Indians fan? Well, I went there when I was 10 years old on a train, and then I hitchhiked, but I didn't have any money when I was a senior in high school. And so I hitchhiked up there and back, stayed three weeks, and I went on a train when I was 10 years old, stayed two or three weeks, and got to know all their players by just watching them play and going to the going to the games and um, got to see Ted Williams, Joe DiMaggio, all those guys play. So I liked it. Yeah. Well, that's, that's fantastic. It reminds me kind of when Frank used to, in the summer ball, they'd, they'd send him a bus ticket and $10, and he'd take a bus trip somewhere, Mississippi or wherever, and pitch two games, pitch a doubleheader, and then get back on the bus and come home. Yeah, so make a little money that yeah. way. Yeah, well, he's a Yankee killer, ain't no doubt about that. Yeah, he was. it was something else. I was sitting there thinking about you watching that last game, thinking, man, it's if we had old Frank out there, we might have a chance to win this. Yeah, game. I even had a Cleveland shirt and put it on. Yeah, he has. He, <laughs> it's because he won't wear a Guardian shirt. The Guardians. He won't make the Chinese biscuit. I, I, I don't blame him. <laughs> they're, they're the Cleveland Indians. No, 
Cleveland Indians, they'll always be the Cleveland Indians. Yeah, I got a lot of Cleveland Indian hats. I don't know what my kids will do with them when I pass on, but they'll. I hope they don't. <laughs> flat, are they flat bills? Flat bills? No, it ain't no flat bills. Them flat bills. You got to have a curve well, look, hat. Let, let me go ahead and put in. If your kids don't want them or your grandkids, call Barry. Uh, you, call, you call Barry because I'll be gone with Uncle Barry and see what he, he's well, got. Some. You set the price, Biscuit, then we'll bet them out. There you go. Thank you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I got him. I got him. Right. We got to get out of here and make way for the Gary Harris Show. Remember about the car loans out at uh, Alabama One. Rates as low as 1.99%. Extend the loan terms out. 250 cash back. Two months of no payment. Apply right there at the website. Go to www.alabamaone.org. Is Gary in today? The Gary Harris Show? Is Gary with us today? He's, he's probably parking cars down there. All right, the Gary. He's listening. He's learning. He's learning. He lifts the tide 100.9. Is he home of Alabama Sports? Have a great day, everybody. Thank you for listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.